always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you that you serve a strategic God. When someone is strategic, that means they carefully design or plan things to serve a particular purpose. And in seasons of uncertainty, it can feel like you're floating out somewhere in the abyss with no one advocating for you or operating in your favor. But that is not true. God is doing something special just for you. And the big reveal is coming. So hang in there. And welcome to this your Monday, June 24th, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free Christian resources around the world. We're all about winning souls for Christ and helping you grow in your faith. We are able to do this through generous donations from amazing people just like you. Please support us through EmpoweringEverydayWomen.com forward slash donate. I am kicking off your Monday with the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios right here in the city of Buffalo, New York. It's about 68 degrees and overcast here in the Queen City. I pray that you had a marvelous weekend. What a blessing to be back with you again. Hanging out with you is among my favorite things to do. I'm so glad that you have made the choice to stream or download this broadcast on select radio stations or online absolutely free through iTunes, Google Play, yourdailycupofinspiration.com, and other digital media outlets. I'm excited to dive right into today's word. Before we do, let's pray. God, thank you for this chance to share and receive wisdom from your word. I pray that you bless the person you sent here to press play. Please word my mouth and anoint this broadcast so that it will greatly strengthen and uplift lift the heart of every single hearer. In Jesus' name, amen. Daily Cup family, there was a power outage over the weekend. The first signs of it started with our internet service. All I knew is nobody in the Hobbs household could connect to the internet for some reason. So I was talking to my husband Kenya about it, who happened to be away in Portland, Oregon at the time. He got back safely yesterday morning, so we thank God for that. But anyway, I was explaining that nobody could get online and telling him how strange it was because Kenya is the actual techie of the family. He is so good at figuring out how things work in the digital space. He knows how to connect computers, other devices and gadgets. But me, let me just go ahead and put it out there. I am not, and I repeat, not very good at tech stuff. So Kenya was remotely working on our connection from Oregon and helping our 15-year-old son Kadar through the process of trying various ways to fix the issue. And finally, after getting no results, Kenya called our internet provider. And that's how we found out they were dealing with the impact of a power outage and said they were working hard to restore service to customers. It was strange to hear about the power outage causing a disruption, I guess because nothing else in our house seemed to be affected. The electricity was working, you know, we had lights and everything. Well, for a while we had lights and then I woke up in the wee hours of the morning. It was about 3 a.m. and none of the lights in the house, none of the street lights were working. It was so dark, it actually reminded me of the first time I ever visited my late grandfather who lived in the deep woods of Alabama along a dirt road. I had never witnessed that kind of darkness I saw along those back roads without any street lights. It was terrifying to me at the time. So this weekend was interesting. Thankfully, the power was restored. And even before the lights came on, because I had remembered to place my cell
cell phone on the charger when we did have power. I was able to use the flashlight app that my husband downloaded onto the phone to temporarily see. Being cloaked in that darkness, even if for a short while, made me think about something. Daily Cut family, can you imagine just for a moment how scary and awful it must have felt in ancient Egypt when God sent that plague of darkness there? This was the ninth of ten plagues that God sent to force Pharaoh to release Israel from Egyptian slavery. Let's focus on the darkness and read together Exodus 10, 21 through 23 in the New International Version. And it says this, Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward the sky so that darkness spreads over Egypt, darkness that can be felt. So Moses stretched out his hand toward the sky and total darkness covered all Egypt for three days. No one could see anyone else or move about for three days. Yet all the Israelites had light in the places where they lived. Clearly, this was no ordinary darkness, right? It was tangible. Now, why did God do that? Because he is strategic. Ancient Egypt was a culture of polytheists. They believed in many gods. There were thousands of deities they worshipped. And if you look in Exodus 12 and 12, it explains to us that God's judgment wasn't simply against the Egyptian people, but against all the gods of Egypt. And I want you to listen to this. One of Egypt's most important and worshipped gods was Ra, the god of the sun and air. If their sun god was so powerful, how come Israel's god could make darkness fall over Egypt and Ra not be able to infiltrate the darkness for three whole days? God was making a point because he is strategic. Isn't that awesome? The word of the Lord is so rich. God was flexing his power back then just as he does today to reveal to you, my friend, that you and I serve a true and living God who is alive and well and has all power in his hands. Right now, he's working in your situation and using your struggle to show forth his glory. You know, I was thinking about there was this uh, sweet young lady named April who reached out and her mother had been diagnosed with breast cancer and she was so angry. She said, why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? And her mom, who is a believer, she says, still praises God, still trust God. And she told me that her mom said that God will use the ugliest things to show forth his beautiful majesty in the circumstances. And I tell you what, although God doesn't always work things out the way that we want him to, many times he uses trouble as a platform to showcase his power to deliver. So you have to trust God. You have to wait to see the full conclusion of the matter. He gets glory out of all things, even ugly things. This is what happened in the New Testament when Jesus, who was God wrapped in flesh, was crucified to redeem all of creation and rescue us from the penalty of sin. Crucifixion was shameful. That was a criminal's death. And it looked like Jesus had been defeated. But let's examine this through the lens of the gospel. Before Jesus died, the sun stopped shining for three whole hours. This was another supernatural plague of darkness and it fell over the whole land, the Bible says. By Jesus' death, God would set all who believed in him free from bondage, not from Egypt this time, but free from the curse of sin. In the Old Testament, the plague of darkness came right before the final plague, which was the death of all the firstborn males in Egypt, including animals. And it was the death plague that led Pharaoh to finally let Israel go. And if you remember, in Exodus 12, God spared the firstborn born males 
animals of the children of Israel as long as they sacrificed a one-year-old male lamb that was perfect, spotless, and without blemish. And they had to put its blood over the top and on the sides of the doorpost of their houses. And the death angel passed over them because of the blood of a spotless lamb. Well, in the New Testament, God's strategic nature really comes into focus. God was completing the work that he began in the Old Testament. Jesus, the firstborn and only begotten son of God, who is called the Lamb of God in John 1 and 29, offered up himself as the sacrifice. Jesus, the sacrificial lamb, shed his blood, which finally released us from bondage. And that is why we say worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy is our great God who is strategic. Power belongs to the Lord alone. There's nobody greater. There is no yoke of bondage that is strong enough that God can't break it. There is no strategy of the enemy against you that can match the strategy of God who is for you. So you might as well rejoice today. This little situation that the enemy has been using to torment you, discourage you, make you feel confused, uncertain, and down. God is showing up on the scene to let you know I've already worked that thing out and to remind you that our strategic God has a greater plan than the plan of the enemy who's attacking you. I'm stirring Isaiah 8 and 10 in the New International Version right into your cup of inspiration, which says, devise your strategy, but it will be thwarted. Purpose your plan, but it will not stand for God is with us. As you drink down the contents of your cup, rejoice in knowing that the purpose and power of God overrides any attack, breaks every chain, and looses any shackle of bondage that tries to hold you back. As John 8 and 36 says, for whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you for reminding them that you are strategic and that you will show off your authority, your majesty, and your power on their behalf. I praise you that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is releasing them from whatever negative thing that has attached itself to them. In the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.